0: Hey everyone it's Nigel here jumping in before we get to this week's episode and if you listen to this you already know we do a podcast so hopefully that part isn't a surprise but we also do many other live stream shows here at My Matter and over the season we want to introduce more of them to you so we'll be sharing the audio of past live stream shows for you to check out this week we're sharing a recording from the Studio 77 Report, a show where Tazzy and I talk about video game stories that have caught our interest over the past month before we talk about announcements, events and other news from the My Matter universe. So here's that discussion and if you'd like to hear it live you can also follow us on Twitch for this and other shows as part of our Studio 77 platform. <music> Hello and welcome to the Studio 77 report for March 2024. It's Nigel and Tazzy here bringing you the latest updates, announcements and uh, event news from the My Amada universe. Uh, before we get into all of that for this month, let's start as we do with the top video game stories of the past month. <laughs> Each month, we like to look back at the gaming news that has managed to catch our collective eyes and discuss them right here with you. If you're listening to this on the Story X Story podcast feed, then you can enjoy the audio version, but you can also catch the live stream where we do it live and become a Studio 77 member to get access to the video whenever you like. You can also jump in our member chat in the Discord and let us know what you think of the stories. So let's get started. Tazzy, what is your story of the past month?
1: Yeah, so I feel like this is a continuation of the story of the year <laughs> from last year, because <laughs> it's all to do with the division Blizzard.
0: <laughs> it won't go away, the story that keeps me giving.
1: <laughs> I mean, we did predict that we'd probably have more news from it this year, and we do. Of course, we now have the results, I guess, of that acquisition and the things to come. So... Phil Spencer has confirmed that Call of Duty titles will be coming to Xbox Game Pass. I am personally really happy about this. And this obviously comes after the acquisition um, Microsoft made of activision blizzard though there are no specific release dates yet and we don't know if that's going to be the older games call of duty games coming or if that's going to be the latest one if we're going to get the latest one day one it's literally just been that call of duty games will be coming (laughs) to game pass I mean they've been doing works on in the background on getting those Activision Blizzard games to Game Pass and apparently it's just not as easy as being like we now own these studios That's and the we're going to put it on Game Pass yeah apparently there's loads of there's loads of back-end stuff that needs to be done I'm sure like some contracts that need to be signed mm. and tape that needs to be crossed and things like that but Xbox the Microsoft are working on getting more games to Xbox Game Pass from the Activision Blizzard, from Xbox Game Studios and from ZeniMax. Diablo 4 is currently uh, the only one that's been announced as an, has an official date. Is that out already or coming? I don't know. I can't remember. I think
0: it's coming. They mentioned it in that, uh, that podcast business yeah. announcement
1: thing. I think it's coming in the next couple of months. It's not long. It's already on my Xbox. as like preload this game. So it can't be too far off. Yeah, and we have had like a lot of like shifts and changes happening with Microsoft's like approach to Xbox. Most of it's stuff that's kind of been like murmurs and, and um, hint- hinting towards these shifters, because we also have had the announcement that Xbox, there will be some Xbox titles coming to other platforms. So at the moment, it's just Hi-Fi Roche. Pertinent Sea of Thieves and Grounded. And it sounds like there's going to be future games that will also be available on other platforms, though they have confirmed that it won't be all Xbox titles, just a select few. And to be fair, I feel like especially Sea of Thieves and Grounded make a lot of sense to be on multiple platforms because they are live service games and you want to reach as much of an audience as you can with those games so that the player base is kept alive so you can keep
0: the game adding stuff to them (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) so that it doesn't die like knockout city which i'm still really (sighs) upset about and i was watching clips of me playing it the other day and i was like it's fun that i won't get to experience that again yeah so that makes complete sense but we are seeing a lot of a lot of shifts in in what xbox are doing after they you know spent all
0: that cash cash money <laughs> <laughs> i mean how do you feel about all the the changes because it's a lot of we talked about it on the last is it the last podcast yeah the video game roundtable i'll put a link in the chat but it just felt like a sky is falling moment for microsoft i don't know how uh you well i know how you felt because i was on a podcast but for people yeah. who, <laughs> uh, who haven't heard the podcast yet how, how did you feel about that
1: so my feelings might be shifting slightly as I've got like more information and we're getting like more info on it. Breaking news. Breaking news. But I do I like I have a lot of concerns. I have a lot of concerns about what impacts that what Xbox are doing will affect the industry as a whole because if any big players in the game and industry make moves, the others aren't just going to sit there and be like, "Oh yeah cool we're not paying any attention to what you're doing unless you're Nintendo um, <laughs> they're gonna pay attention to what they're doing and it does like it can have an effect and a shift on like what the the games industry and what everyone's doing uh, if it works they're going to be paying attention and shifting their tactics mm. um I am still very concerned about the shift from game o- ownership to like subscription based models very very concerned but the games that are being put on cross platform uh, are being put on other platforms make sense hi-fi rush was like a great game it'd be great for people to experience that and as a good way for microsoft to show showcase what their xbox studios Mm -hmm. can do Um, And maybe entice people to be on an Xbox platform, not necessarily an Xbox console, because PC is also an Xbox platform. And they are working to get, like, the whole idea is that they want, like, Xbox on all your screens. That's the, that's their whole goal, right? Um, Which is cool. I think Hi-Fi Rush is quite enticing. Pertiment is a weird one. (laughs) I've watched some gameplay, actually, on the Xbox on uh, Twitch stream. And that's a weird one
0: apparently it's very good
1: yeah I'm it's sure. it's 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 a very interesting game okay <laughs> i don't know if i'd play it myself but i've watched some gameplay of it and uh it's hilarious it's a definitely one to sit down with your friends and play and play it together kind of thing um and then sea of Thieves and grounded they're like you know online multiplayer games a lot of fun and makes completely makes complete sense to bring those uh to other platforms You know, like Minecraft is uh, obviously now Xbox-owned and is a very, very popular multi-platform Microsoft-owned game. And there are some that can exist. I feel like there will be enticements to be playing on Xbox platforms with, like, special gear and, like, skins that you can only get if you're playing on Xbox because that's, just business right yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited for uh Call of Duty games to come to Game Pass though because they cost a lot of money to buy new.
0: yeah <laughs> and, and every year
1: <laughs> and every year and as someone that is at the moment going through a phase of like I miss playing Call of Duty but oh boy do I really want to drop like what are they at now 60 to 80 quid I think yeah for like, and that's for, it. like, the basic game, to play it, like, a few times. Also, the fact <laughs> that it takes up, like, 100 plus gigabytes. So, I am hoping that bringing it to Game Pass, why it's taking a lot longer, is because they also want it to be able to be played via cloud. And then I will not have to download it.
0: <laughs> All 100 gigabytes. I Actually, you know what? I'm, I could do with a Call of Duty. What's the best Call of Duty game? I might have to get, keep my eye on this, because...
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like, at the moment, like, they've just... So the latest one is Modern Warfare is it 3?
0: Is 3? I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. Think.
1: Modern Warfare 3, and it is... I've watched some gameplay, and it is, like, a good combination of nostalgia and, like, updatedness. Right. Because it's got, like, all the, old, all the old maps on it. Right. For Which will be new maps
0: to me, because that's how long ago i played a <laughs> Call of Duty game. But uh, I'm up for no, some, like, roller coaster fun.
1: It's got, like... OG maps on it. It's okay. got like Modern Warfare. Well, I don't know when you, the last time you played.
0: It was on a 360.
1: Yeah, so Modern Warfare, it definitely has Modern Warfare 2 maps on there. Okay. I know that uh, Rust and Airport are on it, and I remember the other one. But yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's got a load of, load of older maps on it. I'm pretty sure, is Nuketown on there? Um, Nuketown Berby on there. Um, and <laughs> it's like my favorite map of all time <laughs> but yeah like i don't i don't know other than that because i just watched people play it mm. <laughs> so i was just watching whatever they're playing and they were playing like the old games as well like gun game and what a fun
0: it's somewhere in there somewhere
1: in somewhere there is. yeah. <laughs> the gun game most importantly gun game that was a very yeah. fun game so yeah i don't know but then there's gonna be a new one obviously yeah
0: <laughs> Like like clockwork, but like clockwork, yeah. Yeah. Do you think this is like a because Microsoft are going the multi-platform route, even though tentative steps. I don't know how far they're going to go, but do you see this as the end of sort of console exclusives?
1: No, I think there's still going to be console exclusives or mm. platform exclusives. I feel like there's going to be less platform exclusives, but I don't think it's going to change that. Maybe, maybe. No, I don't think it's going to change that. They still need to sell units, right? And uh, the only way they're going to do that is if they have exclusives. Giving people a reason, yeah. Yeah. And PlayStation aren't going to stop making any exclusives anytime soon because that is Mm. definitely shifting their consoles. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's working for them. I think this article states, a Take-Two financial report suggests that PlayStation 5 has outsold the Xbox Series X and S by a roughly two-to-one margin. So, uh, yeah, PlayStation aren't going to give up on exclusives. So I feel like Xbox are going to have to not give up on exclusives. Right. And Nintendo are definitely okay. not, not giving really, up yeah, on yeah. exclusives.
0: So, <laughs> uh, we know how that's going to go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, is, that is like a... Something really drastic would have to happen for Nintendo to not make yeah, platform exclusives. Yeah. True. Yeah, but what what story do you have this this week for us? Uh,
0: so my story, we're talking about like you know big <laughs> big players in the video game. Uh, market. Uh, my story actually concerns both big players in the video game and non-video game market because it's uh, Disney and Fortnite maker Epic Games teaming up to build what some are describing as an expansive and open games and entertainment universe. I think those people are Disney uh, executives, but and uh, as part of the announcement, uh, Disney revealed that they are investing 1.5 billion with a B in an equity stake in Epic. So I'm yeah, I did a bit of a sort of not quite a double take, but uh, yeah, let's call it a double take, I did a do- <laughs> double take. It's just interesting. and so I'm, over the past year in particular, been in like rooms and spaces with people in big media companies, actually including Disney. There's a guy in Disney on one of the committees uh, I'm in, and just seeing how seeing how large media companies talk about games and seeing this as like... It's not quite foreshadowing because it's happened, and it's it's not the only thing that's happened, but just a, a sign of the times of major media companies turning their eyes to games, and specifically games as a as a platform with an audience versus like a storytelling medium, which is kind of frustrating for me. But so obviously Fortnite being the biggest platform, at least up there with Roblox, Minecraft, yeah, it's it it feels like a it feels like a big shift and a sign of maybe other similar stories to, uh, to come. So it comes off the back of previous and also now current uh, CEO, Bob Iger, who returned to his role after stepping away in 2022. So seeing him discuss the video game sector, which Disney has largely avoided uh, since it had its Interactive Studios division, which was uh, apparently losing around $200 million uh, annually and was shut down in, in 2016. But as many large media companies are seeing, the increasing popularity of gaming and you back that up with stats is something that a company like Disney just can't ignore. So uh, here we are. So the deal is one that could boost the fortunes of Epic Games' vision to build the open and connected metaverse. So this is from a VentureBeat article, but also something that everyone is saying uh, this idea of the metaverse, and I feel roblox and uh, fortnite are the closest ones to it whatever it is uh, so for disney this is very much an an ip play so i get said that disney can take the ip from their movies and television and have them um, express in our in their parks and he said that this is also a great way to do it in games so i i don't know how i feel about this <laughs> basically it's just it's, it's an interesting story but I, I don't know how I feel. And, and I'll say, i would be interested to hear your thoughts, uh, Tazzy, But I also say, like, uh, I went to um, a children's media conference last summer. Actually, I spoke at a conference, but I went and I sat in some other sessions. And there was one, I can't remember the name of the session, but they were talking about, like, video games came up in the conversation. And they just mentioned, basically, Fortnite and, and Roblox. And I didn't want to do the, because <laughs> I was just frustrated with the way they were talking about it, because they could only see games as this basically like advertising platform, I guess, for them. And that, that frustrated me. Mm-hmm. And it's just it stuck with me. And I've mentioned it to, to a couple of other people that um, I sort of went with or I met there. And I don't know how you feel as like, like a gamer seeing a company like Disney with, with their intentions, understandably, to put their IP in this, in this game so they can reach the audiences, the, the young audiences. I don't know if that is, that... is that good for gaming? Does that legitimize gaming? Or does that bring the wrong kind of attention to it?
1: i feel like it it, it does brings it can bring a negative like bring a lot of negativity with it if there's not other people in the room if there's not the people making games and being actually involved with games being able to give their opinions and help shape that which i feel like as i'm saying that out loud is a very unlikely thing because <laughs> 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 investors <laughs> People that are actually uh, involved and care. There's a big space, especially like someone like Disney as well. I will say, I've opened up one of the links that you've shared, and immediately, like the thumbnail for the video literally looks like how the Oasis was portrayed in the film of Ready Player One. (laughs)
0: Like,
1: that is the opening screen (laughs) of Ready Player One.
0: Yeah, it, it, we're getting closer, aren't we? In yeah, I,
1: I feel like it is a bit of a race to see who can create that, like, ultimate metaverse. And Disney has the money, and they, mm. I feel like they were wise to go to Epic Games. But that is a very, 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 very scary combination.
0: <laughs> Why do you say scary?
1: <laughs> um, I don't know. Disney, the giant conglomerate that's, like buying up every piece of your childhood.
0: Yeah, they own all know your childhood <laughs> memories.
1: <laughs> combined with the big massive epic <laughs> <laughs> conglomerate that's literally overtaken and shifted how games how like games are made now yeah. and like the focus of the game in landscape. Sca- and they're together. Like they are gonna be the biggest influence. <laughs> also like two really big profitable like brands epic games are just like pretty much print money with fortnite and like then disney (laughs) who owns your childhood (laughs) who owns everyone's childhood memories and adult ones now like they're Mm. buying up all the obviously they bought up um thingy and have like they just have so much now like you go on disney and i'm like wait what
0: You own it, yes. All the fox, All
1: the fox, like, there's so much. Like, I'm a big fan of sitcoms, and they now own a lot of sitcoms. And I'm like, I don't like this. It's one thing we have in my childhood. (laughs) But (laughs) how dare you approach on my adult life? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, definitely, definitely scary, but also exciting. Like, but I don't.
0: Like, the possibilities are. The possibilities, yeah. yeah.
1: And it would, be an, it would be an amazing kind of, I think game is the wrong word to use, mm. but in an, a, a quite an amazing ecosystem, which probably will have games within it.
0: Right. I can but, see that.
1: Um, like, yeah. Oh, just, and
0: I want to give this quote from, um, from Bob Iger. I don't, this wasn't tied directly to the, this announcement, but just um, a previous one. It, and it, it kind of goes to the, what I feel is coming in terms of the, the type of people that are, <laughs> are coming to games and are. Uh, yeah, in that space. So uh, he said, when I saw Gen Z and Gen Alpha, and even Millennials, and I saw the amount of time they were spending in terms of their total media screen time on video games, it was stunning to me, equal to what they spend on TV and movies. And the conclusion I reached was, we have to be there, and we have to be there as soon as we possibly can, in a very compelling way. That- that's proper like business speak. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Or this, this is where the the eyeballs are, and we need to get this demographic there in games. We need to be in games, and yeah. So yesterday, as we record this, I went to an an esports event, and although I was focused on esports, I got to speaking to some of people and just listening to people talk like money, basically in (laughs) in games. And I guess that's kind of that's where we are. I I mean, if we haven't already been there, but just to see the scale of it, I guess right right now. But this is the type of people that are coming to games, and I I don't know what that means for the future of games. And like you said, Tazzy, it's we've already seen how Fortnite has essentially like. Shifted a lot of strategies for people, so we're seeing like live service games because everyone wants a Fortnite. Why would you not want a Fortnite mm. if, you're, if you're running a business? But not every game needs to be Fortnite. Fortnite. So
1: yeah.
0: it's a one And also, one. like
1: yeah. Fortnite bringing in loads of IP, like everything exists in Fortnite yeah, now. Fortnite. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So
0: I, I don't even know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know where I land on, on this yet. But uh, I feel. I feel it's a big. It's a big story. Definitely one that. Yeah. On developing.
1: It will be interesting to see what is made of it. I feel like I—I I mean, it makes sense. It'd be like a Disneyland, but virtual.
0: Virtual, yeah. It, I can, yeah. <laughs> and especially as someone building IP and building original characters and using them in different places, I'm—you know—part of me is actually like taking notes and, <laughs> and yeah. what what can we learn. But then, yeah.
1: Part of me thinks that that their one fatal flaw for Disney it comes off for this as, off the disney side is like disney being a brand that's so focused on like family friendliness creating such an expansive universe that has lots of different ip in it especially as like it looks like they're going to be including like marvel and star wars Mm -hmm. which you know with like the mandalorian is something that probably like appeals a lot more to an older audience how do you find that balance and like what are you going to be able to do in this experience this entertainment mm. experience this open game world how is that going to look what are you going to use like how big is the like big is the world going to be what is it run it like there's just so many questions because it could just be like a big world with nothing to do
0: yeah i'm um, they've got oh uh, yeah i feel they've got enough stuff that that combination of disney and fortnite they they should give people a lot to do yeah that's yeah i would think i would have thought so but and, I like, one mean. of
1: Fortnite's bigger pills is user generated content. Right. At the moment. Uh, so, like, yeah, I do know. I'm just like very, very curious how that's going to work. Mm. Uh, okay. Well, they
0: haven't actually announced no. anything specific. So, uh, I feel there's, <laughs> there's still more news stories of this to drop. To yeah. Give us what they're actually going to do. But the yeah. theme park idea is, uh, yeah. I'm- so I'm just playing that in my head now. That's not, it's not a bad idea. So yeah, that's something that uh, definitely caught my attention. And uh, I think we'll, yeah, we'll be keeping an eye on, um, especially as I uh, attend more of these conferences and hear how people talk about it. So those are each of our video game stories of the past month. Let us know your thoughts in our Discord, or you can join us live and uh, let us know as we speak the very words we are speaking now. Oh, mm-hmm. my